A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ah. Piss at last. There's nothing like a stroll through the park on the way home from a busy day at work. With this breeze, I'm finally starting to feel relaxed. Excuse me! Well, that was short-lived. Can I help you? Yeah, what's your name? Um, oh, I'm Mr. Godwin. Why? Oh, just making chit-chat, sir. Two lone souls out for an evening walk. I'm trying to connect, sir, one human being to another. Barbara's the name? Barbara Teddy Bear. I see. Well, firstly, I'm not really in the mood for chit-chat with strangers, and oh. secondly, we're, we're not alone. Look, there's a man over there by the duck pond. Where? Oh, yeah. What's he up to? He's just sort of standing there, staring at us. Hmm. Like I say, though, I'm just having a moment of quiet reflection before I get home, so if you'll excuse me, Barbara... Don't fancy a conversation, then? Can't say I don't blame you, sir. Talking is a dying art now, what with the rise in handheld technology creating a culture of predominantly screen-based communication. Look, it's not that. It's more I, I don't know who you are, and I'm concerned you're ultimately trying to sell me something. What? I wouldn't do that, sir. Prey upon the tired mind of a man just trying to get home. It's unethical, sir. Oh, well, in that case, my apologies. I'm just out here trying to meet new people. I see. That said... Do you want to buy a dishwasher? What? I've got plenty of them, sir. Big ones, small ones, loud ones, quiet ones. I can even get you one in grey if you like. I knew it. I knew you'd try selling me something. This always happens to... Hey, where did that man by the duck pond go? Um, oh, there he is. Over by them trees. Ah, yes. Why is he lurching from side to side like that? Hmm. And he's still staring at us as well. Look, so what about this dishwasher then? I can get you one with a six-hour delay if you want it. Now look, I'm really not interested in buying a dishwasher. I see. They're not for everyone. How about a watering can? I beg your pardon? Keep the garden fresh with a timeless, rustic style. How could you possibly go from dishwasher to watering can without even skipping a breath? I can get you anything you need, sir. Toilet roll, quilt cover, Bluetooth headphones. How about a nice air fryer? What? Oh, great. Now that lurching man is coming this way too. Oh, yeah! He's really staggering about. Maybe he's drunk. Hmm, could be. He is somewhat grey in the face. Don't worry about him. What about a new pen then, sir? A fancy new ballpoint pen. I could get a pack of them ordered and delivered right here to this very spot. Plus a little surcharge for myself, of course. Should we say a tenner? For what? Why on earth are you trying to sell me all these things? And where are you getting them all from? It's my new business, sir. Look, I'll show you on my phone. There. What do you think? But... This is just the Amazon app. 
That is right, sir. You decide what you want, whatever your heart desires. I order it, get it delivered, bring it right here. You pay me the Amazon cost, plus a tenner for my troubles. But this is ridiculous. If I wanted something from Amazon, I could just order it myself, and I'd get it delivered to my house instead of having to meet some stranger in a park. If you don't mind me saying, Mr Goodwin, I think you're missing the bigger picture. Godwin. And no, I don't think I am. In fact, this is exactly the sort of nonsense that made me wary you were going to sell me something in the first place. I seem to be pestered daily by these types of inane schemes. Sometimes I would swear my life is actually cursed. Oh, I'm sure you're not alone, sir. Everyone feels put on by the world in one way or another. Really? Well, I believe I get pestered with far more nonsense than other people. In fact, I'll prove it to you. That fellow there, lurching towards us. Oh, he's really staring. Well, I bet he approaches me before he approaches you. That's how confident I am that I'm cursed. If you don't mind me saying so. You do sound a little cynical. He may very well approach me first. He won't. It'll be me. But if he starts any trouble, at least there's two of us and only one of him. Oh, come on, sir. He's not coming to get you, Mr. Goodwin. Godwin. Well, he won't be coming to get you, Barbara. Mark my words. It's the curse. In fact, I'm so confident that if I'm wrong, I'll buy a pack of ballpoint pens from you right here and now. I'll even pay the £10 admin fee. All right, sir, you're on. Right. Well, he's getting quite close now, so let's see what happens. He really doesn't look too well. No, and he's sort of lopsided. Oi, mate, want to buy a dishwasher? Ah, it's cheating if you initiate interaction. Right. He's saying something. It sounds like he's saying brains. What? I can't get them, mate. Only books on Amazon. He looks like he's heading right for you. See? There you were, being all cynical about the world, sir. Help! Not my brains. I use them to think. God, this is horrible. Help! Well, I, I suppose I should be grateful I was wrong about a curse, but I mean, this seems a little far-fetched. Brains? Oh no! Oh, it's seen me. Oh God! Oh, I should have taken the car today after all. No! No! No, please! No, help! No, no! 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 Goodwin Brains. Godwin, actually! Cat Noir presents Night of the Reigning Dead. A nightmare story written by Matt Sanders and Kevin Childers. Don't worry, the body count in this story is barely low. In fact, more people come back to life than die, so technically this episode's safe enough to play to your children whilst they sleep soundly in their cribs. We've got the hits. Prepare. To get dumped on. And coming up later tonight on East Mid Southwest Radio, we've got another episode of the award winning quiz show, Who Wants to Be a Nun? Do you want to be a nun? Um, yeah, I do. Do you want to be a nun? Yeah, all right. Do you want to be a nun? Yes, please. Do you want to be a nun? Oh, yeah, a nun. Okay. Do you want to be a nun? Uh, can I work from home? Do you want to be a nun? I do. Do you want to be a nun? Not sure. What about you? No, thanks. And you? I'm up for it. But first, why does it always rain on me? Have I done that one before? Let's find out as we go over to Stargazing Live. Is it some sort of big black toolbox combined with a built-in mini-fridge? 
Not quite, Ted. Have another guess. Is it a commercial 3D printer with additional microwave features? Hmm, you were closer with the toolbox come fridge, Ted. Hang on, Bundy. The on-air light's on. I think we're live. Are we? Uh, good evening, listeners. Uh, welcome to Stargazing Live. Yes, good evening, listeners. You join us once again on our quest to map the shimmering night stars as they twinkle and dazzle over the fields outside. Only we've not been terribly lucky with the weather today. It's raining quite hard. Can't even see the moon tonight, Ted. The clouds are so thick. But while we wait for the skies to clear, Bundy's been showing me his new invention. It's right here on the floor, but for the life of me, I can't work out what it does. That's right, listeners. Ted's had over 70 guesses so far. Fancy another stab at it, Ted. 71. No, I give in, Bundy. Just what is this marvellous magical mystery contraption? This, Ted, emits an ultrasonic radioactive signal right up through the observatory roof and out into the night sky. Hmm. How was I close to thinking it was a toolbox come fridge, Bundy? But don't you see, Ted? The signal is designed to help disperse cloud cover over areas of land that experience particularly high rainfall. Like here? Like here. With this magnificent machine, we should finally free the skies overhead and perhaps give you a chance at seeing Sirius the Dog Star at long last. Oh, I like the idea, Bundy. But I wouldn't be taking astronomy seriously if I didn't voice just a little caution at the word radioactive. No need to fret, Ted. There's very little danger here. All the scary parts are safely contained right behind this safety panel at the back of the machine. Just here. You mean this safety panel that's labelled Do Not Entry? That's the one. Well, I'm convinced. Shall we switch it on? It already is on, Ted. It's been running for about six hours now. Has it, Bundy? I can't hear anything. Oh, you wouldn't. Ultrasonic radioactive signals are pitched far lower than the threshold for human hearing. That's a shame. I'd love to know what it would sound like. Well, in my head, Ted, I always thought an ultrasonic radioactive signal would sound something like... Really, Bundy? I would have thought an ultrasonic radioactive signal would sound more like... Oh, definitely not, Ted. Scientifically, it would have to be... I'll take your word for it, my friend. Only I don't want to throw a cat amongst the pigeons here, but it's still raining quite hard out there. Mm, I know what you mean. And if your machine's been on for the past six hours, it doesn't seem to have cleared any clouds away. Perhaps I should turn up the signal a little bit. Good idea, Bundy. Maybe what we need here is more range. Range. Hello. What's this? I think there's someone at the window, Ted. I think you're right. I say, can we help you? He doesn't look so well, Ted, even in this low light. He's literally wobbling around and lurching from side to side. Mm, I agree. Excuse me, kind sir, we're trying to do a radio show about the stars. We're actually live on air right now. I think he's trying to say brains. Perhaps he's hungry, Ted. Maybe. Did Marjorie pack us up a picnic tonight, Bundy? She did indeed. That's a splendid idea. I could offer him a cheese and pickle sandwich from the hamper. Don't worry, Bundy's getting you a cheese and pickle sandwich. Here we go. Now then, let's see if he likes this. Cheese and pickle sandwich. Um, Ted, do you remember Joe the plumber? I do. 
Wait, he still owes me £10. That's him. He owes me 30 Well, I don't suppose I'll be getting it back. Well, he didn't Joe suddenly pass away about three weeks ago? He well, did. It was a tragic loss to plumbing. Why bring him up now, my friend? Well, unless I'm very clearly mistaken, he's currently standing outside our observatory window, lurching from side to side and asking for brains. Sorry, I leaned on the sound effects button. Um... That does seem like unusual behaviour for a deceased plumber, Bundy. Are you absolutely sure? Quite sure, Ted. He's a little grey in the face, but it's definitely him. So you're telling me that a man who passed away three weeks ago is right now outside our observatory, lurching from side to side and banging on the window and saying the word brains? Unless I'm very much mistaken, Ted, this whole scenario bears the markings of a classic zombie outbreak. We really do get some rotten luck on this show. I know what you mean. First the weather, and now this. Brains, brains, brains. I might bolt the front door, Ted. Brains. Good idea, Bunny. Maybe lock the back door too? There we go. I feel safer already. Me too. I suppose we really ought to do something about this zombie. Hang on. What about your friend, Davy Honk Jones? Oh yeah, Honkers. The pathologist. He might know what to do. Let me give him a call. Honk, honk, honk. Hi, Davy. It's uh, Ted. Honk. You know, from uh, Bundy and Ted. Honk, honk, honk. Listen, uh, we've got a bit of a problem. You remember Joe the plumber? Honk, honk, honk. That's right, yeah. Three weeks ago. Honk, honk, honk. Honk, 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 honk. Does he? Well, he owes me a tenner. And Bundy, 30. Honk, honk, honk. Honk, 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 honk. Our problem is, even though he's dead... He's currently outside our observatory, clawing at the windows and possibly wanting to feed on our brains. Honk! Honk, 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 honk. Oh, really? Well, that does make perfect sense. Thanks, anyway. Honk, honk. Yes, bye. How did it go, Ted? Not so well, unfortunately. Honkers says he's a pathologist, not a zombologist. He can't help. More rotten luck, Ted. Brains, brains. This is ridiculous, Bundy. I'm calling the authorities. We're not equipped to manage a zombie outbreak. Good idea, Ted. Hello, 999. What service do you require? Um, well, we think there's a zombie outside our observatory. Which service would you recommend? Um, the fire brigade? Actually, we'd better play it safe and speak to the police. Putting you through. Your call is very important to us. Please stay on the line. Yes, this is a popo. What do you want? Oh, hello. My name's Ted. I wonder if you can help. Well, short answer is yes. Long answer is no matter what we do, we'll end up getting grief for it. What's the problem? It's just that, well, it's difficult to phrase, but we think there's a zombie outside our observatory. What? Are you mucking me apart, sir? Not at all, Mr Policeman. You see, someone we know died a few weeks ago, but now he's standing outside our window calling out for brains. And what's the name of this deceased but possibly not deceased individual? Oh, he's known locally as Joe the Plumber. Joe the Plumber? He owes me 40 quid. Well, that sounds about right. He owes me a tenner, Bundy 30 and Honkers 20. No, 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 no. You must be quite mistaken, sir. See, I went to his funeral myself to see if I could get my money back from his grieving widow. I understand the confusion, Constable. Sergeant? Sergeant. But nevertheless, I'm afraid he's outside our window all the same. And he's beginning to frighten me and Bundy. Hang on. Bundy? Ted? An observatory? You're not the stargazing live fellows, are you? That's right. 
Have you, have you heard our show? I'm a huge fan. I listen to your programme religiously every Tuesday night. But our show's broadcast live on a Monday night. In fact, we're on air right at this moment. That's so. Well, you live and learn. I think I'd better come over and have a word with Joe. Might even get my money back at the same time. Oh, Bundy and I would be ever so grateful if you did. We've had to bolt the doors in case he tries to eat us. I see, sir. I'll be along right away. What's the address? It's the observatory. Yes? Norfolk. Got it. I'll be ten minutes. What should we do until the police arrive, Ted? Relax, my friend. Why don't you line up some adverts and I'll put the kettle on. What's up Terry's nose? What's up Terry's nose? Hey, Terry, what's that up your nose? It's my finger. What's up Terry's nose? Season 19, now streaming. The average UK household owes £5,000 worth of debt. Can you imagine it? £5,000. Are you one of those people? Surely you must be. If everyone else owes five grand, then you must do two, right? That's why they call it an average. The average UK household. I mean, if you don't owe someone £5,000, then you're not even average. In which case... What on earth is wrong with you? How come you can't even do that right? How come you can't even conform to something as conventional as a statistical norm? You disgust me. Adverts. We don't even know what we're selling. And we're back, listeners. Care to update everyone on what's happened in the last few minutes, Bundy? I'm not sure I can, Ted. I'm all a quiver. I know what you mean. It has been rather a traumatic evening. Just to catch up, listeners, over the advert break, the police did come here to the observatory. Sergeant O'Bannon, I believe he said his name was. Quite right, Bunny. Well, Sergeant O'Bannon had a word with Joe the plumber, but far from taking it well, Joe responded by biting into the sergeant's head and feeding on his brains for a while. This caused the sergeant, we think, to die. Only a few minutes later, he stood up again looking quite grey. Now he's joined Joe at the window, lurching from side to side and calling out for brains. This really is too much, Ted. Agreed, Bundy. How many of them do you think are out there now? Mm, tough to say. I can't see anything past the two at the window. Hang on. What if we switch the floodlights on across the grounds and over the car park? Great idea, Ted. That way we can see how many of those things we're actually up against. You turn the floodlights on and I'll get closer to the window. Not too close, Bundy. You don't want to get your brains eaten. Oh, quite right, Ted. Marjorie would be furious with me if I turned into a zombie. There you are, Bundy. The floodlights are on. How many zombies are out there? Um, let's see, Ted. One, two, three, four... Oh, Ted, I can't count them all. There are simply hordes of them. Possibly hundreds. Things are going from bad to worse, Bundy. And I was planning on having an early night. Do you think you might switch the floodlights off again, Ted? Only, the glow seems to be attracting their attention. And now they're all flocking this way. Right you are, Bundy. Hold on. There, the floodlights are off. That should buy us some time. Oh, this is disastrous, Ted. Maybe it's time we called the army. I'm not sure this is the time or the age for national service, Bundy. No, I mean, if we don't do something about this, I can see things getting really out of hand. Mm, I'm afraid I'm going to have to agree. All right, you make the call. I'll put the kettle on. Right, 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, you're through to the RV. We get to blow things up. Can you imagine? <laughs> Why not join us? Maybe you'll end up driving a tank. I'm Lieutenant Romero, by the way. What can I blow up for you? My name is Bundy. I'm calling from the observatory because Ted and I have got a bit of a problem. Oh, stargazing live, is it? I listen to your show every Wednesday night, never miss an episode. Well, we tend to broadcast on a Monday, but that really isn't the issue. You see, there are a number of zombies roaming around outside the observatory, and they seem really keen to eat our brains. Oh, ho! And you need them blowing up, do you? Well, I suppose I could organise a nuclear strike if it would help. Crumbs, no, that wouldn't do at all. You see, there are civilians out here too. Oh, I see, I see. How many civilians are we talking about? Well, there's me and Ted. Mm-hmm. And how many zombies? Um, well, there are actually quite a lot. Uh, hordes, in fact. So there's just the two of you but actually quite a large number of brain-eating zombies. Exactly. Well, it's a no-brainer, if you pardon the zombie pun. <laughs> How do you mean? It's just maths, uh, two civilians, hordes of zombies. I'm going to have to launch a nuclear strike. Oh, I'd rather you didn't. You see, Marjorie would be furious enough if I was turned into a zombie. I'm sure she'd be even more cross if I was destroyed in a tactical airstrike designed to wipe out a localised zombie horde. Nuclear strike, sir, would be nuclear. Oh, dear. All right, I'll tell you what I'll do. But only because I'm a fan of the show, mine. I could give you one hour to get this mess straightened out and then you give me a call back. But if you don't, I'll have to launch a nuclear strike on the observatory, obliterating anything and everything within 15-mile radius. Is that OK? Well, not really. Good, call me in an hour. I'm going to get my nuclear strike launching gloves on, just in case I don't hear from you. Bye! Here we are, Bundy. Two hot cups of tea. 
Ah, oh, thank you, Ted. How did you get on with the army? Mm, not so well, I'm afraid. You see, they've given us an hour to sort it all out, or they're going to blow up the observatory. We've got tea, though. And I put a little bit of honey in just to cheer us up. Did you, Ted? That was thoughtful. Rum and coconuts, Bundy. Whatever now? It sounds like the Stargate is booting up, Ted. I wonder who's operating that. Oh, yes, I've forgotten we've got the Stargate, Bundy. Had you, Ted? Well, it's just that you'd have to walk directly underneath it at least a dozen times in the course of a single night's recording, Ted. I suppose you're right. Funny the things you become blind to over time, isn't it? That's true. Right, here we go then, back on Earth. It's that chap from the council, Ted, who helped us to get the door open that time. I remember. Evening, gents. How are we? I see you've managed to get rid of the brand fake smell. What brings you back? I thought you were off exploring distant worlds. Oh, I have. The things I've seen and done. I've been to a great many wondrous galaxies, but... Well, things got a bit complicated, if I'm honest with you. How so? Well, I was on this beautiful planet with six moons, thinking, this is where you'll spend the rest of your life, Des. Only some joker set up an ultrasonic radioactive signal in a bid to reduce cloud cover so we could see all the moons better. Thing is, you can't actually control the weather with an ultrasonic radioactive signal. In fact, trying to do so can result in some terrible... Terrible consequences. Like what? As it turns out, ultrasonic radioactive signals do absolutely nothing to alter weather patterns. But they do have an adverse effect of raising the dead from the ground and making them hungry for brains. Oh. Yep. Place was crawling with zombies when I left, so I thought to myself, Des, why don't you pop back to Earth for a bit? Go see the missus. I haven't spoke to her in months, and it was my wedding anniversary when I left through the Stargate, so it's probably time I said hello. Ted, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Hmm, yeah, that Des ought to buy his wife some roses on the way back home, Bundy. No, Ted. I'm wondering if something very similar to what's happened in that other world has happened here too. Well, the science does seem to stack up, Bundy. Right then, I'm off. I bid you gentlemen adieu and thank you very much for the use of your Stargate. Hang on, why is the front door bolted and what's this thing on the floor? You might want to rethink your plans, Des. I'm afraid that somehow an ultrasonic radioactive signal might also have been broadcast in this world too. From that very invention on the floor there, in fact. And... Much like in the world you've just come from, it's inadvertently caused the dead to rise up from the ground and gravitate toward the observatory in a hungry search for brains. Well, that takes the biscuit. I must say, still, goes to prove the parallel universe theory, I suppose, so that's something. What do you think you'll do? Me? Well, I'm going back for a Stargate, mate. I can't hang around here with hordes of zombies. At least they were getting things back under control through there. Getting things under control, Des? How? Easy! Switch off the ultrasonic radiation signal. Oh, why is this thing off? Ah, oh, it's on battery saver. Bye! Well, should we, Ted? I think it's worth a try, Bundy. I mean, it hasn't exactly stopped the rain. Good point. I'll switch it off. There. All done. Look, Bundy, the zombies have died. Again, I mean. So they have, Ted. Flick the floodlights back on. I'll take a look at the wider perimeter. Right you are, Bundy. Oh, yes. Looks like there's a slight delay, but they're all falling back to the ground and laying there motionless, Ted. Fantastic news. Another drama narrowly averted. 
And it looks like I've still got a chance for that early night. Let's wrap the show up, Ted. I'll phone the lieutenant back and call off the airstrike. Good idea, Bundy. And I'll put the kettle on. You've been listening to Cat Noir Presents Night of the Reigning Dead, a nightmare story written, produced, recorded and edited by Matt Sanders and Kevin Chilvers. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to give us a like, subscribe and review wherever you heard us. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Cat Noir Podcast. Join us again next time for a whole new story. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.